The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, everyone. I'm Haley Hubbard, mom to three kids and wife to a touring artist. And I'm Jessica Diamond, a registered dietitian nutritionist with a master's in public health. And this is Meaningful Living. Every week, we're breaking down the overwhelming amount of parenting, nutrition, and lifestyle information into credible knowledge and simple tools. The Cliff Notes Guide to Feeling Confident in Your Everyday Choices. It takes a village. We're so excited to share ours with you. You're such a trooper for doing the podcast today. Last night, I was literally in bed. You're texting me. It's like midnight LA time. And then I'm like, wait a minute. It's two in the morning, Haley. What are you doing awake? And how are you going to podcast the next day? Oh my gosh. I wish I could say it was because we were out partying and being so fun. I was just up at home getting stuff done and unpacking and all that. But it was so fun. It was so fun to watch Tyler perform again. And Nellie's always fun to see. And it's just like, it's cool to see a live crowd. It's weird. I still get a little social anxiety, but I even noticed like being backstage, I was like, oh, I don't even remember. Like, this is so weird being backstage again. And I don't know. It was just bizarre, but so fun. Literally just watching Tyler come out on stage. I'm like, that is like the biggest smile on my face. It is the cutest thing. Clearly manager Bryce was like, Tyler, you did a really good job. You really saw how hard you tried. You did a really good job. But there's so much joy in it. Like this just, it's so nice to see people back on stage. It is. Tyler said he was like so excited. He didn't realize how much he missed it. He's like, I feel like I was a pinball bouncing all over the place. And I was like, no, you looked really awesome. It just, I could imagine how that must feel. So totally. Um, your birthday was yesterday and I saw you got to go outside. I got to go outside, guys. Literally. I mean, I've been outside over the past couple of years, nothing substantial. And it's been, you know, like either for appointments or things. And yesterday morning, my oncologist messaged Josh and was like, happy birthday, go outside, take Bryce, let him play in the dirt a little bit, go outside, get some fresh air, go on the swing set. I was a kid in a candy store. Like literally, I was just so happy. We went outside, he played on his swing set, just like the smile of a kid going down a slide. My heart is so full. So it was such a good birthday. And everyone reaching out, thank you. I feel so loved. Honestly, I think probably the best birthday I've ever had. And we didn't do anything significant, but it felt so significant, right? Like everything felt Mm -hmm. so much. Yeah, It was hard to turn 36. There was this moment where I feel like a ticking time bomb. Anyone struggling with fertility, it's just as my age ticks up, it feels like... It's just anxiety provoking. But at the same time, I was like, I just need to be grateful for what I have and just look around and this fresh air and Bryce just being the happiest and just all the little stuff. So I had an amazing day. Good, good. It made me happy to see those pictures of you outside. Natural lighting. I forget what you can look like when you can use portrait (laughs) mode in natural lighting. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Jess, you're a saint. I I don't know how you... You're amazing. Well, I'm excited about today's episode and I, I've really started liking these just Q&A episodes. So um, I need to pull up my questions. I haven't looked at these yet. Love these episodes. And if you guys have questions that you want us to answer on the podcast, just keep them coming. Call our voicemail line. It's 833-444-FULL. We can play them on here. We can feature you. 
guaranteed if you have the question or even the comment or anything, you're thinking something, someone else is thinking it too. So reach out. We love doing this and we're here for you. So keep them coming. Yes. All right. I'm going to start us off. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. What was the hardest transition for you when becoming a mom? Ooh, the hardest transition, becoming a mom, probably everything. I, <laughs> my body changing, the emotions, the hormones, the now having another human in the house and delegating and asking for my needs. Gosh, what wasn't hard? I, I think for me more, it was the body, the body changes. And I had to really just accept and embrace my body change and that it wouldn't be the same as before, but to love it at this stage, however it looked. And then I think the mental just fogginess, that was tough. Yeah. But everything else, having new baby just helped it be better, but it's still exhausting and everything's hard. It's exhausting. And I think with yeah. embracing the body, like first of all, you did three back to back. That's a lot of body changes all at once, but there's just such this pressure for us. It's like, there's this acceptance when we're pregnant, you've got this cute belly and look at all the wonderful changes that are happening. And for us, it's hard as our body's changing and it's it's just strange, right? But then mm-hmm. after we have this kid, it's almost like we're expected to go back to who we are before having a kid, but we're a new person now. It's a completely different thing and there's no such thing as going right. backwards. That too, learning how to be your, your new person that you are. Yeah. yeah, embracing the new you. What about you? What was the hardest transition for you? I think having an alarm clock 365 days of the year. Like the fact that no matter what, your job starts at 7 a.m. or whatever time it is when you have a baby or whatever that wake-up time is for the rest of time, right? Like until your kids move out. I think just, you know, the days of just like, oh, I can just lay in bed and scroll through. Those days are those days are gone. I think that was hard. Talking to Josh about anything but Bryce is hard. I find like he, the days are sometimes stressful and then he goes down and we talk about him so much that sometimes I have to remind myself, like we have a relationship besides just our kids. And I think that's something I've had to like teach myself. If we're not mm-hmm. talking about work and not talking about our kids, like what do we talk about now? And right. so like reconnecting. You really have to be intentional yeah. about talking about other things. That's hard. It is hard. Alarm clock. I'm still not used to it. I'm like five more oh minutes, 10 more minutes. Just give me like 10 minutes of solo time, please. Tyler's little sister, she's so sweet. She's 21. Um, She was here for Thanksgiving and she said, we were just kind of catching up after dinner and Tyler, we got to go to bed. Like we're going to bed. And she was like, what do you have to wake up for in the morning? And we're like, we have kids. We have three little kids. So, (laughs) so we'll be up at six. Not that they wake up at six, but if we want any time to ourselves, it's got to be six. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm actually like, when I, when I do that, when I get up before Bryce, it's heavenly. It's like, it's so hard to get up, but then you feel so much better the rest of the day because you just have a couple moments to compose yourself before you're needed. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break to talk about one of our favorite vitamins, Ritual. You've heard us talk about Ritual before because we are just obsessed with them. We actually both discovered Ritual when we were pregnant and we took their prenatal and we are just both hooked on their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. I actually remember how excited I was when I first discovered Ritual, not just for myself, 
but for my clients because they're that good. And so because they're a sponsor of the show, we've got an awesome discount for you. Gaps in our diet shouldn't be ignored. Listen to this. Majority of women, specifically 97% of women, 19 to 50 years old, are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet. And 95% are not getting their recommended intake of key omega-3s. Those numbers really shock me every single time I hear them. And it's more important than ever that we actually fill those gaps in. Our nutrition is important, but we hear from you guys all the time how confusing it is to find vitamins that you trust. So Ritual is it. Their Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin was made by extensive research to fill in our nutrient gaps. And it's formulated with the nutrients needed to help support brain health and bone health, blood health, provide antioxidant support, all of the stuff we all need. You all know I am so picky when it comes to vitamins and supplements and even pickier now after everything I've gone through because the ingredients and nutrients really matter. I love Ritual. I take it myself and I recommend it to all of my clients. Ritual has no shady stuff. They're committed to third-party testing from USP and the non-GMO project, traceable and vegan-friendly ingredients, and always clear communication. And I tolerate them so well. They're so good. I don't forget to take them. Let's fill in the gaps of our diet this year. Right now, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash living and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com slash living. Now let's get back to the episode. The next question says, do you ever struggle with balancing work with being moms? Yes, 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 yes. All the time. All the time, every day, every second. Yes. I think that meaningful living, obviously you guys know now it's given both of us such a bigger purpose and I absolutely love it. But always you feel not enough. Like I'm not enough at home or I'm not being enough of a mom or I'm not being enough of a you know, CEO of a business. Like you're always spread so thin. And I think it's so much what I've been trying to work on is getting rid of thinking about it as balance and just saying like, this is how life is going to be. So what kind of things can I put in to just give myself my own boundaries? Like, okay, so if I can define, if like Haley and I can sit down and we can knock out something in one hour and then we don't have to think about it again for the week, doing little things like that. But absolutely, it's always a struggle. You agree? Always. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever master it. <laughs> Maybe that's what life's all about is figuring mm. out, like, right? Like no matter what you're doing, we have to... I also think this this world has been so strange recently where we used to have kind of like natural starts and stops, natural starts to work, natural stops to work, right? Like we're just working from yeah. home or balancing just a bunch of things together that it all feels like work and we get through. So yeah, if you feel the same way as us, I can tell you you're for sure not alone. That's right. So what's your favorite self-care routine that works for you? <laughs> the listener said, I need to take better care of myself in this new year and just don't even know where to start. Mm, yes, we can relate or I can at least. But sure. something that's actually helped me lately is signing up for workout classes. And I know that it's hard. Not everyone can go to workout classes right now. I've done it cautiously. And just actually setting a date and a time and paying for that class makes me go. And that for me has just been like the best thing for my mental health. And 
than anything. And then just going out for little jogs. And now disclaimer, I'm not a runner. I'm not even a jogger. I'm like <laughs> a, a walk jogger. And so like the most I could ever run is like one mile maybe. But even just doing that has been so freeing for me. I'm adopting that. I even think like if I put in, if I'm doing like digital classes, right? Like if I'm doing Pilates by Amanda on her app, which we love. If I just yes. say like, I'm doing that from one to two o'clock, then I pull it up. Or if I at least like think about it before, that's so smart. Yeah. And set a date with a friend. Yes. Um, that helps me too. Something else that you always talk about, Jess, is your shower, like Ugh. just a magical, peaceful shower. And I've been trying to do that either at the end of the day or the beginning of the day, every day. And I mean, I do shower every day, but just to like really take that time and just like check out has helped me so much. <laughs> I don't think you know the power of a shower until you have a child and then you realize like <laughs> those are those are the moments. I could not get through without my magical showers. Like truly, it sounds kind of inappropriate, a magical shower when I say it, <laughs> but but they are the best. I just get in at night and whatever I kind of think about all my stuff, I usually text you afterwards. I'm like, I just had an idea when I was in the shower because I think mm-hmm. it's the first time where it's just like quiet. Everything can settle down. My mind can settle. And then it separates like day from night. There's not enough separations going on. And even if the kids are awake, I get to like check out and I'm like, mm, sorry, yeah. not my job right now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dad. In the shower. Sorry, whoever. Like, I just, yeah. I'm going to check out and I kind of pretend like I have zero responsibilities for those 10 minutes. My sister in law is actually in labor right now, about to have a baby. And when I was thinking about like the ultimate advice, I'm like, just take a five or 10 minute shower for those first couple of weeks, Pope's part. I'm like, just get away for five to 10 minutes. Like, if there's one yes. thing you can do, I actually think that's the best thing. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Okay. The next question is on feeding. This person said, so we took your course and our little one is doing so well, better than we could have imagined. So thank you for that. Now that she's getting older, sometimes she just continues to eat and eat and eat. And I don't know when to call it quits. Do you have any tips or tricks for that? Yes. It's right. Like kids go one of two ways that Uh it's either like so much or then it's not enough and you're concerned. Like we're always concerned with the amount. It's just natural. So Yes. Fluctuations are normal. Some meals they're going to eat a whole bunch and other meals they're just not going to eat as much. And if you think about it, we do the same thing, right? Some meals we're really hungry and we can eat a lot and other meals, it's like, I'm good with just a snack right now. So those fluctuations are going to happen, but there's definitely some kids that could sit there and just go, 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 go. And so it's not that you want to cut off the portion sizes. So my tips here is ramekins, pull out ramekins. They're just like little tiny cups that you put out and you mimic family style meals. Fill them with their entire serving size of the meal so that they know how much they're getting. When you're done with those ramekins, let's say there's strawberries. I need some like new ones. I've been doing strawberries, chicken, and spinach just way too often this week, but strawberries, chicken, and spinach. Like when they're done with the spinach, there's no more spinach. When they're done with the strawberries, there's no more strawberries. If they're still hungry after that, What I always say is that you want to honor that hunger and you don't want to say like you're all done. Two things you can do. Number one, bring out a meal stopper. So if there's a food that you've realized like they're just not into right now or they just haven't been fond of, like sometimes Bryce does this with cheese 
it's not that I'm punishing in any way, but it's like, if you're still hungry, you'll eat it. It's a really easy way for me to gauge. If you're hungry, you'll still eat it. So I'll pull out some cheese. And then sometimes they'll say like, I'm all done. And you can end the meal that way. The other thing you can do is talk about what you're about to do after the meal. So get them excited about what the next thing to do is as if you're feeling like they're just sitting there kind of nibbling and not that hungry anymore. But it is important if they're hungry, you got to honor that hunger. They're growing some days more so than others. That is Atlas right now. He does not stop. Oh. And he's very vocal about it. All right, you guys, we're going to take another quick break to talk about one of our absolute favorite baby and kid foods, Once Upon a Farm. If you've taken our baby course or you've talked to me about food, you know we're straight up obsessed with Once Upon a Farm. Once Upon a Farm is the leading baby food and kids snack company offering organic cold-pressed fruit and veggie blends, dairy-free smoothies, overnight oats, meals, and more. Once Upon a Farm products are made from whole, organic, farm-fresh ingredients. There's no added sugars, concentrates, or anything artificial, which you know is so important to us. Their new immunity blends are made with nutrition-packed fruits and veggies like elderberry and dragon fruit and added probiotics to help support your little ones for this chilly season or any reason. Plus, they taste delicious. We're all needing these right now. And their immunity blends are clean label project certified, meaning they've been third-party tested for over 400 environmental and industrial toxins, including heavy metals. Bryce is loving the immunity blends right now. The mango banana spirulina blend is just amazing. We ordered a custom assortment, which cannot tell you how nice it is to have them delivered to our house without even thinking about it. It's really the best grab and go option. Their subscription offering is fully customizable. So you can pick and choose from their wide variety of blends or meals and switch it up for every delivery. It's truly from farm to the fridge, convenience without compromise. Get started today and enjoy an additional 30% off your first subscription order. Use code LIVING at onceuponafarmorganics.com. That's onceuponafarmorganics.com. Now let's get back to answering your questions. So someone asked, what's the best gift or surprise that Tyler's done for you? I like this question. I want to know. I don't know this answer. I don't know either. (laughs) He's always so sweet. So I'm trying to think. I don't know. He's just like good all the time. I mean, of course we annoy each other, but like overall, he's such an amazing husband. So I'm trying to think of like a big surprise. I feel like you're the surpriser in the relationship. Yeah. I feel like I like to to plan and surprise and and do all that. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm missing something. He did leave me notes. There was a period of time where he would leave notes around for me that was just like, I love whatever about you. I love how... <laughs> I don't even know what it said. How thoughtful but, you are. Uh, yeah, how thoughtful I am. But he writes songs. He brings me home songs every day. Not every day, but most days. One song in particular was... He wrote it when I was pregnant with Olivia, actually. And it was so sweet. It was called Yo Mama. (laughs) And it is actually the sweetest song. He's still never cut it to this day. And it was actually when we thought we were having a boy. So it talks about like, it's about a little boy and his mama. And it's so cute. I think that somebody else is about to cut it soon. And I I keep telling Tyler... 
I I wish that he would, but <laughs> yeah, he's tell like, her, bring out the song. Like, no, no, I can write better. So, anyways, but he did surprise me with that song, and it was sweet, and we we listened to it all the time. That's adorable. That is actually the cutest thing. I love that he's just like so into personal growth, right? Like he's always, you could give him feedback on anything and he's like, oh, wait, this is amazing. Okay, I'm going to, you know, be better in this way. I know. Okay, Um, sibling stuff. We're getting lots of questions on that. And I like this question. So it's kind of multi-part. Did Liv and Luca act out when you were pregnant? Yes. Yes, they did. Gosh, and this is where the fogginess is coming in because I don't remember which one did what. But I do remember Liv was kind of hitting my belly sometimes. Sometimes she'd be so sweet and gentle and like, baby, you know, she was little. But sometimes she would just come up and hit my belly. But yeah, just so it did. Common, right? Like anyone that's listening, that's so common. It's normal as you grow, right? They just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Luca will just smack Atlas upside the head still. <laughs> it just... Or he like kind of elbows him out of the way and pushes him. And it's definitely, I see it more with the two boys than with Liv and Luca. Yeah. And the boys are just so, they're closer in age. Yeah. Right. Then like Liv had, Liv had some time. What if there was a transition that you did, like when you were prepping the kids, any one of them, like Liv or Luca for a new sibling, what was your favorite thing you did? If you could think of it. We read a couple books, which I can... I could get the names of them and and link them because of course I forget the name, but the books really helped. I loved them. And I think it helped them visualize like what was happening. And there was a baby growing in my belly, but also each baby that I had, we would have a gift ready from them to the older sibling and then vice versa. We'd have a gift from the older sibling to the new baby coming in and that was really sweet because I think it, it made them feel like they were giving something to them and then they got something in return. And and now they sleep with those teddy bears and it's really cute. It's so sweet. Oh, I we also, that. I think we put pictures inside the little bassinet. The bassinet. At the I love that. Bringing pictures in the hospital. I think that's such a good tip because then the older sibling can feel like even though they're not there, the baby met them already. I love that yeah. idea. The other tip, clearly, I don't know if it works well having another sibling, but I think it kind of works. It's so versatile, but we talk about our 10 meaningful minutes where just after the baby comes or anytime, like as you're prepping for it or any transition, or you're noticing just your kid's behavior is not where you want it to be, right? Like they're acting out more. A lot of times they just want that one-on-one attention and know that you're still there for them. So we talk about just taking 10 minutes We call it meaningful minutes and just sit with them. Let them dictate what play to do and just do it and be solo and put your phone away and just have that one-on-one time. You can go so far, even just a car drive, like alone with one kid. Mm -hmm. Just that attention. Yeah, gosh. And then now lives to the age where she really vocalizes when she needs it. (laughs) It's like, I need alone time with mommy, just mommy, no friends. I don't want daddy, just mommy. And- It's so sweet, but I'm also like, I'm so spread thin right now. Yeah, exactly. I can't do that. Bryce is actually vocalizing the same way. It's so funny. Like, mommy, remember you told me to tell me when I need you. I need you right now. I need you right now. (laughs) And I'm I'm like, I'm like working on patience of like, okay, mommy can be with you, but you know, in five or 10 minutes, whatever it may be. And like, we'll schedule time. So like, that's the thing is like when you schedule it so they can look forward to it during the day, but it is funny when they can vocalize. It's better than him coming up and, 
just acting out. Like I like that he can verbalize it, but I'm like, yeah. oh, kind of pulls on your heartstrings because I can't give you one-on-one time right now. I know. I know. All right. Well, let's definitely do more of these episodes. I really enjoy them and I, we've been getting really good feedback from our listeners. So thank you for that. And again, if you guys have any questions, make sure to call our voicemail, which is Jess. <laughs> <laughs> 833-444-FULL. You can leave the voicemail if you want it to be anonymous. We don't have to play it on air, but if, you, you know, if you're okay with that, we'd love to hear your voices and answer them and help you guys in any way. Yes. So have a great week. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you found something meaningful from this episode. Please follow the show, rate, and don't hesitate to write a little review. We also have a voicemail box you can call to ask us any questions, tell us the topics you'd like covered, or just share where you're struggling and how you could use some extra support. Call 833-444-FULL or 833-444-3855. We want to hear from you. And tune in every Monday for a new episode of Meaningful Living. And if you're looking for more ways to live a meaningful life, follow us on Instagram at Meaningful Living and visit our website, MeaningfulLiving.com. And don't forget with two L's. Can't wait to see you next week.